Hey, what's up? It's T-Bone. And on behalf of everybody here at Beyond FM, thank you for listening. This is what St. Louis sounds like. Hey, guys, it's Pat from Beyond FM. And if you're in the mood for some great food with an Irish spin, they get out to Shamrocks in St. Peter's. They have some of the best food around, and that's not an Irish jig. (laughs) See what I did there? Get your hands on the Shamrocks' famous buffalo chicken pizza or go for some of the burgers. And those are my favorite. The Wee Burgers, or even the O'Fatty Milk gets me every time. So hit up Shamrocks at 4177 Veterans Memorial Parkway, or call them at 636-939-2000. That's 636-939-2000. Or find them on Facebook at Shamrocks Pub and Grill. It's Shamrocks. Peace, quiet, and good order will be maintained in our city to the best of our ability. Riots, melees, and disturbances of the peace are against the interest of all our people and therefore cannot be permitted. Interrupt this program to bring you on behalf of the United States government. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Stand by and I'll be right there. Now, here comes the music.
We are live talking dollars with 10 cents. It is another beautiful Thursday night, and we are live here at Shamrock's Pub and Grill, 4177 Veterans Memorial Parkway, St. Peter's, Missouri, 63376. But guess what, folks? Coming in October, the end of October? Tell me out, Jen, is that correct? The end of October, right? Because October is just like a week away, so. Yeah, I don't really know. I think it's the first of November, something like that. I was going to say sometime in October. Yeah, sometime in October, Shamrock's Pub and Grill will be moving to their new location at 7337 Mexico Road, St. Peter's, Missouri, 63376. So, I am super stoked for that. For those of you that don't know, if you're not familiar with that area, it is the old chop house right there on Mexico Road, right by Dunkin' Donuts and uh, right across from like Church Street. If you're really from this area, it's the the, old Hatfield and McCoys. Yes, ma'am. That is correct. And by the way, this beautiful, lovely voice. If you're really from this area, there wasn't shit sitting there for a long time. It was a dirt road. Yeah. It was, yeah. (laughs) Uh, well, that beautiful, lovely voice that you just heard is not Brandon my wife. Barbier. Yeah, the sweet, sexy voice is my wife Jen, the other half of Ten Cents, and my right hand woman to do this show. Hey yo, how are you? I'm good. Good, and of course, Brandon. We heard how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. How about yourself? I'm doing fantastic, man. How's things going in the uh, Barbier? Uh, Households and life, things okay? Same old thing, man. Yeah. Same old grind, a day in and day out. Yeah, working, being in a rock band and... Yeah. If it's anything like that beard, it must be immaculate. Yeah. And... Yeah. yeah. Beard's next level, for sure. That is. uh, Brandon's been working real long and hard on that, and uh, yeah, that's, that's a beautiful beard he dons on his face. So, and the voice we just heard that is joining us tonight, and I just noticed your dope ass necklace, Patrick Starr from SpongeBob. That, that is awesome. The parking lot. <laughs> but it's hard to miss, honestly. <laughs> Listen, we are joined tonight with our guest Dan. Uh, Dan, you can also be known as DJ Lightbug. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Well, welcome, DJ Lightbug. But we're going to call you Dan for tonight. Dan, thank you. Yeah, Dan, uh, you are a EDM DJ, an STL artist, um, but I was kind of doing some research, and we'll get into this more um, oh, yes. later on in the show, but I was doing some research, and there's more to just your EDM DJing life. Yes, sir. And uh, by the outfit, unfortunately, we don't have a video camera filming this yet, but you are sporting one of the dopest Super Mario Brothers shirts, and I'll have to show you, I have... A whole leg piece that is dedicated to the original NES characters, and I have Dude. Yoshi and Donkey Kong and Super Mario. Do you want to be Tattoo Brothers? Because I also have tattoos Dude. on my leg dedicated to different Nintendo people. Did we just become oh, like best shit. friends, bro? Like we've got we've got so much room for in here for activities. Dude, we can make our own movie now. Oh yeah, man. So I, I love that. Is that one of those bead press? No, your uh, Patrick Star. Is oh, that made out of one yes. of those? Yes. Actually, in fact, thank you for welcoming to me to the show. Absolutely. I have Welcome, bro. one of first gifts for you guys. I want to thank you so much for like having me on here. Um, I have one of these. They're called perler beads, and if you stick them in a uh, what do you call it, an iron, uh-huh. um, you can press them together and make many, many weird shapes. That is a Charmander that I made. It's kind of really eight bit. It's one of the first ones I made from a perler set I got, 
And uh, I want you to have it, guys, as Dude, a reminder of the light bug was that here. That is awesome. awesome. You're going to love So I have one of my tattoos down here is the dog from Duck Hunt. No way. And is he's he, laughing he... at you and pointing at you, and it's all in 8-bit. That is amazing. And then I have Excite Bike. Oh, see the bike? Yeah. And 8-bit as well. And, dude, it. so this, this is amazing. This might have to be something that would be added somewhere if I extend it up my leg a little more. Make it, make it a necklace? Oh, yeah, man. I'm all for Pokemon. Yeah, yeah that's 25 awesome. years and going strong. I just like the 8-bit look to it. That's dope. Well, thank you very much. And no first and foremost, you are absolutely welcome. Thank you for responding and reaching out when we asked if uh, anybody was interested in coming on. We always love finding new people. And I will tell you, I was not familiar with you until we started doing our research uh, because we always like to try to do some bit of research on our guests we, before they come in so it's not like uh what do we talk about as but, long as you didn't go like nardwar deep if anyone is re- recognizes nardwar like he have you have you heard of him uh it sounds familiar so please elaborate so nardwar is a um i want to say like a a host of sorts who okay. does like political figures but mostly like artist figures and he'll come by and he'll bring gifts for the people that he's i want to say almost interrogating to a point um but he'll he'll dig into their past and he'll talk about stuff that no one knows about like he must have called your mom he must have called your cousin he must have called your friend bobby who lived across the street 10 years ago and like he watched you but you didn't know about it the guy that's normally in charge of that stuff is off tonight so you don't have to worry about it (laughs) Right, right, so I'm right yeah. but like, but like, no, like, it, like he, there's a time he was doing like Kid Cudi or something, and like they, like they left because they're like, you know, too much, and they left. Wow, just mid mid interview. Well, I did find out your real name, your middle name, and uh, I did do a case net search, so we will go over that. No, I'm just kidding. We do not go that that's extensive. Deep. That's extensive, and I think that's a little weird, but I will not weird you out like that. But I have a few I things I did do. do a check like that on you when I Yes, you did. You My so wife you know. did, yep, and I passed with flying colors. So. Hey. Yep. So That's enough. So uh, anybody do anything fun this last week since we gathered last Friday? I know me and you, Jen, we... Kind of had a nice weekend. We went to Mo Roots Fest for the first time. Mo Roots 2021. Oh, that looks fun. Oh, it was amazing. I popped my music festival cherry. Yes. Yes, we did. And it was awesome. It was an experience unlike no other. And I tell you what, the music that most people think festivals is, you know, oh man, you go and you can get any kind of drug and people are, and it was more than that. Don't get me wrong. They were there. And but it was not what the festival was based off of the music, yeah. the families, the kids. It was a family friendly. It was amazing to see people with their dogs and their kids and p- kids riding bikes and adults riding their bikes and across the campgrounds and people going to the river and just everybody having the same mind frame of wholesome it's about the music it's wholesome the vendors um there was people making call there was a guy that the whole festival his only gig was to make coffee because what? you would never thought you would want a cup of coffee at one two in the morning while walking through a festival but when you do and the dude's still up because it's open all night long and for a two dollars you come in and you get a 16 ounce big cup of coffee you make it yourself and the guy's just that's all all he does is the festival wow. fills these carafes of coffee so that you have hot, fresh coffee. Or during the hot, hot days for $5, oh, you yeah. can get watermelon juice. Watermelon. There was a guy walking.
walking around with a cooler full of fresh watermelon juice Hold up. to stay hydrated. You're telling me there's a guy at the festival who just would cut watermelons yeah. and would he like pulp them? Would he puree them? Just, uh, did he, did well, he press I mean, them? Have you ever, you, with you, his you hands? like a watermelon before, right? You know how much juice you get in there? Right. I'm assuming he would do that and then dump, and then I guess press the rest. I'm I, just, I'm imagining this hippie out there in the middle of this forest with just like a bucket full of dude, he watermelon had, and he, he just scrapes with his hand. He's like, you sir, watermelon. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you don't really ask questions so it very well could have been like shroom juice. Well, I mean, it could have been. We don't know. We didn't That's too it. expensive. No way. But no, no one's going to give away all that shroom juice. Exactly. It was happening. It was happening. It was happening. We had shroom so. Kool-Aid oh, yeah. going around. It no was happening. way. Yeah. Listen, Jealous. listen, again, to write stories about it would be amazing. I wish I could document it, and but spread the awareness of what the festival was about. Again, everybody, that, like, I felt so safe there. Like, nobody, everybody wanted to do good, and nobody mm-hmm. wanted to do harm. Everybody was having I, a great time. I literally time. lost Jeff for the weekend. She, I mean, but <laughs> he found knew, himself. Right. You yeah. knew that I was safe. You knew I came back. Oh, yeah. late I mean, on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's still up. We were up. No, we were up. Not. We were watching Aaron Cam and the One Drops. That, I will tell you, I got to see Aaron Cam and the One Drops for the first time live and oh my god was it an experience i'm telling you you think these songs that we play of his on uh, on the station it sounded exactly like that quality and the the way the dude plays the guitar mind-blowing he makes it look so effortless and the way he's strumming this guitar there's, you're like, how are these sounds coming out of it? And his voice, I mean, it was just as clean and pure as if you were listening to it um, live in your house on your stereo versus maybe even listening to it in the studio while it was being recorded. Like, phenomenal. And they Props played the twice. They played twice. And two nights in a row. And then not to mention Serco. Um, we got to see uh, MK Ultra. Um Spilly Nelson, uh, so many other, uh, Cluster Pluck, so many other great bands. Shout out to Spilly, who just kind of like, just made us family and invited us into their cabins and their homes and watched over us and took care of us and... Gave us the festival experience and uh, has nothing but love for 10 cents promotions and beyond FM. And uh, we are in works to get them on a Monday night show. And I think we are going to go live on location out to Illinois to the Spilly Nelson headquarters and get the band and maybe do a jam session. And at least get the guys, which is very, very few and far between. So I am really looking forward to getting the, those guys together. Um, they're one of those bands that just doesn't advertise too much. They, If you know them, you know them and you follow them. And uh, so we're going to change that. And that's what this whole music festival was about. I want to be able to change somehow, get that out there and let people know. Not only again, it was 
the friendships and the and the helping people out and working with these bands and I met the bass player for Aaron Cam and the One Drops and got his email address and talked business and we talked about interviews and, and all talked by about, accident right and and just yeah he came up to me asked if I had a light and I we recently quit smoking <laughs> and I was like you know I don't and he's like oh no worries man and I was like wait, aren't you the bass player for Aaron Cam? He's like, yeah, my name's Andy. Nice to meet you, man. And I'm like, hey, big fan of yours. We're with a local radio station. I was like, I've been, like, I would love to get you guys on and come talk. And uh, he's like, let me give you my email address and blah, blah, blah. He's like, hit me up. So a lot of connections with the music industry, with the local uh, music, because these bands that are coming in are local artists. And there's a lot of bands that, people don't know about that play these festivals. So I met a guy named Donnie Doodoo. Oh, <laughs> stop it. He's going to kill you if he hears He's this. He's never going to hear it. He's never going to know. Oh, they'll know. So, anyways, that's what we did. We went to Mo Fest. It was fantastic. Mo the weather Roots. Mo Roots Fest. Mo Roots. Sorry. I actually had an experience like that the other day. I uh, Well, not the other day. I think it was like two or three weeks ago. Luke Bryant came into town. Uh-huh. And um, besides doing like music, I also do stagehand. And at one point, he was playing. I was in the back about, you know, about to, I was doing his loadout for his trucks and stuff. And I was just kind of hanging out and just talking to this guy. Um, you know, we talked about 45 seconds. And then next thing I know, he picks up the mic. And he's like, hey, man, I got to get back on stage. And, like, just walks him. in the middle. And it was Luke Bryant. <laughs> Bro. I would have never known either. He, he looked just like all 2,000 of those country fans. Like, right. he had the jeans. He had, you know, but, like. I had no idea. It was just kind of dark, whatever. And he's like, yeah, I got to go back on the stage. I'm like, oh, my God. Wow. Well, you're like, all right, just buddy. accidentally walk into right. them. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> awesome. That's awesome for sure. So, um, yeah, man. Mo Roots was awesome. We had a good weekend. Brandon, nothing nothing major. You guys working on some things without Run the Fall? Uh, yeah, man. Got, I know yeah, you got a show. Right? Yeah, we got a show coming up October 8th uh, with, Ameth- with Amethyst, Trotter Water, and Dark Below. <laughs> That's at Diamond Music Hall, correct? Or, yeah, across the way here, Diamond Music Hall. Um, we're um, getting ready to release some new music. Um, Ooh. I'll, I'll say the date, October 29th. <gasps> nice. Um, so there's some, yeah, some new stuff. Standing O on that yeah, one. Yeah, that was a long one. Um, yeah, so that that's dropping, and we're just we're putting the pieces in place for that, you know. Um, so month of October is going to be real exciting. We've got a, a handful of new stuff coming. That's my birthday month. <laughs> yeah. I know. What what day? Here's the 15th? 14th. 14th? I was close. 14th. Yeah, was close. Was close. Scorpio. I was close. Well, we don't. I, don't, I mean, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. She's a Libra. <laughs> She's a leper. No. But yeah, man, just uh, we got we got some stuff up our sleeve, you know. Nice, putting it in place. Sweet, sweet, sounds good. Well, hey, I tell you what, let's take a music break. Our first break of the night, and I got something big for you guys. Who remembers the band Bleach? Raise your hands, everybody. Everybody, raise your hands. Yes, I do. I do. I do too. I well, wanted I wanted what? them to hear me raise my hand. They, they heard Those you. Got mustaches and stuff now. Yeah, I think they have they're grown like grown up. men. Yeah. <laughs> they are men now. Um, we have missed them, but guess what? Bleach is back together again, and we've got a brand new banger from them called "Pull a Little Closer." Shut your face, Tony. Pull it no, close. That's that's Pull the name of the song. Bleach. Pull a little closer. Shut your face, Tony. By Bleach. No, it's. <laughs> 
pull a little closer <laughs> on Beyond FM by Bleach. This is the best of everything, STL. This is Beyond FM 24-7, St. Louis. And I'm trying 
FM. Just because we wear lipstick don't mean we can't kick your ass. <laughs> Everything STL.
Yeah. I got a hustle. Wake up, money, I'm a mind talking to it on the double. He ain't never felt hard times in the real world, I don't trust you. Still working on a nine to five, cause 12 fools try to bust you. Yeah. That could be trouble. Turn up the music. Really be stuck in the grind. Shout out to Putin, these niggas be rushing to sign. I did it a couple of times. Shout out to Biggie, I'm ugly and fucking these dimes. They love when I'm busting these rhymes. Shout out to Diddy, I'm trying to be puffing his prime. Then it'll be nothing to shine. Hold up, wait. My crew is cool, cool. We got some screws loose for show. Southside ain't Lulu. We practice voodoo and flows. You try to cruise through, hoping we recruit you, but bro, your shit is boo boo. Don't need that juju. So you know my props. I move ahead of the rush. They never been better than us. Lost my pops, but he's in my head and my blood, so I ain't been stressing as much. Told me, son, it's time to empty the clip. Give him the rest of the slugs. You know you making me proud, but you ain't been flexing enough. Until I'm in dirt, I'll be punching with all of my might. The ref will be calling a fight. I'm sorry I'm late. I got caught up in slaughtering mics. I'm sending them all up to Christ. I bring that heat. You got to mumble. You in the street. I'm in the jungle. You got to retreat. Because I got to eat. You ain't like me because you got to sleep. And I got to Wake up, money on my mind. So I'm getting to it on the double. He ain't never felt hard times in the real world. I don't trust you. Still working on a nine to five. Because 12 will try to bust you. There could be trouble. I got to Wake up, money on my mind, so I'm getting to it on the double. He ain't never felt hard times in the real world, I don't trust you. Still working on a nine to five, cause 12 will try to bust you. That could be trouble. So hard is the makeup, mindset get the cake up. Niggas walk around thinking they tough till a big bank need a pay stub. Wanna ball out, better lace up. I'm thinking that they suck, so I wake up like hell nah. These bums can never replace us, man. I'm here for the bread, the cheese, the fatty, whatever you want to call it. This shit in my head, believe me, it's ready, my nigga, but what's in your wallet? Cause I'm always chasing the capital. I'm on a pace in this rapido. Just see what I said, and please come give me when niggas is done with the stalling. Hold up, wait. Who thinking they hustle harder than I do? You doing a small time. Like a minute, niggas is my new. And really, they all sound like a gimmick. It's plenty just like you. I'm finna be all time when I'm finished killing these mics, too. Nigga, my crew is my Rushmore. I'm dominating like Russell. Never mind you and them fuck boys. Gotta concentrate on my struggle. Think it's time I break on my shovel. Ain't trying to say I like trouble. I got a lot. It ain't enough. I get it straight up the mud because I got a hustle. Wake up, money on my mind, so I'm getting to it on the double. He ain't never felt hard times in the real world. I don't trust you. Still working on a nine to five. Cause 12 will try to bust you That could be trouble Listening to some tasty tunes on Beyond FM. So, hey, I um, I got some things I want to do today uh, a little different. We're going to do, uh, on this day, on what this happened day. on this day in history. And uh, we're going to go, where did it go? I lost it here, guys. On this day. Come on, get back here. Do-do-do-do-do. You know what significant happened today, guys? Anybody want to take a guess? What happened in... 1875, on September 23rd, 1875, who wants to take a guess of what happened? Swine flu. That's my guess. Damn. Um, Brandon? No idea. No idea? All right. Jen? No, you want? No, no, no. Throw something out there. What happened? 1875. 1875? Someone was arrested. I'll give you that. Someone was arrested? They Mm -hmm. finally caught Dracula. No? It was... (laughs) 
I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. I'm drawing a blank. I All can't right. even like put the time period Jen? in my head. Well, 1892, Columbus sailed the ocean blue. Oh, uh, that was 1492. <laughs> 1492. Well, 1492. So it wasn't him. So no, it wasn't him. This is 1875 on September 23rd. George Washington. No, but he George Washington wasn't arrested. But that's okay. So I'll tell you. So I today, George Washington on this also. day in 1875, Billy the Kid oh, is no. arrested for his very you first time. You just made me watch that shit the other day. Or, or was he? Guys. No, no, he was. He was he was arrested for the first time after stealing oh. a basket of laundry. He later broke out of jail and roamed the American West, eventually earning a reputation as an outlaw and a murderer, and a rap sheet that allegedly included twenty one murders and having sex with an ostrich. However, those were all done during what? the uh, the real? Lincoln County War. That was. You're right. So you're real right. sex with an ostrich? Allegedly. Little little history buff right yep. there for you guys. All right. Also on this day in sports, 1992, the a Canadian woman named Manon Rumi becomes the first woman to play in one of the four major men's North American pro sports leagues when she took the ice for the NHL's Tampa Bay Lightning in a preseason game. The 20-year-old goalie faced nine shots and allowed two goals in... That's not very good. Yeah, I was going to say that's Lewis in a St. St. Louis won six to four victory. But yeah. So <laughs> my that, question is, did she ever play it. another game after? So I remember all that situation and I remember her playing and then you didn't hear anything else about I it. I don't think she played after that. And if you want to look into it, look up the first Because you only had like woman. a 75% save percentage. Yeah, that's good. anticlimactic. <laughs> like even a dude's not going to probably play again. I mean, listen, she, she allowed two goals. I mean, that's... On nine On shots. nine shots? That's not good. That's not good? Not at all. I mean, how many could you do, Brandon? I, I mean, None of them. Zero I'd out of nine? I'd probably do just as bad, if not worse. Nine for nine? But to be a professional hockey player. Yeah, I mean, on, on a professional level, that is not good. Stats are not good. I mean, she was 20 years old. What, I did, mean, she was, was it young just and, on one game? I, you know, I don't know. That, if you guys want more info on that. I mean, all about girl power. I'm glad she did it, but like... I mean, yeah, I'm is, not taking a shit on like the, the act itself. I'm just saying those stats are If aren't you good. want to complain, please write into the show at Beyond <laughs> FM. Talking dollars at 10 cents per Brandon about his... Unfair woman right now. I'm just kidding. Oop, there's that phone line lighting yep, up. Lighting up now. <laughs> no, guys, but 1992, that happened. Uh, the first woman to play in the NHL, and uh, she lost. So oh, no. it's her fault. She probably played hockey like she drove. No, this, oh. this is... Oh! 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 Sorry. Yeah, for complaints, please write into Beyond FM, talking with dollars with 10 cents, care of Jeff. Um, all right. In art, literature, and film history, in 1972, Matt Davis earns one of the 1970s most head-scratching number one hits with Baby Don't Get Hooked on Me. Anybody know that song? Baby Don't Get Hooked on Me? Sing it. Baby I don't, don't know Get that. Hooked on Me. No, I don't, I don't Man, know. that was it. Baby. Baby, don't get hooked on me. Baby, oh, is, is, that was it. Close. Yep. Wow. <laughs> and also that same year, Helen Reedy scored a number one hit with her feminist anthem, "I Am Woman." 
I am a woman. Hear me roar. Do, 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 do. No. Wasn't that I am... Warrior, bang, bang. Oh, yeah. I, I am the warrior. Two different songs? I think that's two different ah, songs. Dang it. All right. In 1806, we're back in the 1800s. Yes, hey. sir, Tony. You have something you want to say? You need a microphone? A dick? You want a dick oh, in I thought you were stretching. That's what it Big sounds dick. like? Back up? You're really, like, super distorted. You need to step back. He's got the microphone in his mouth. In his mouth. Uh, in 1806, is that better? In 1806, explorationists Lewis and Clark returned to St. Louis from their journey in the land of exploration. So good. Those, those guys discovered beavers. Did you know that? Yeah. They, they discovered beavers in the West. So if it wasn't Not really. for them, I think we it was wouldn't Canada. have artificially flavored raspberry candy. Yeah, did you know we, that artificial raspberry flavoring comes from the taint of a beaver? True no. fact. You're screwing with me right true now. True. Google it. What? Google GTS. Google that shit. So, so, so wait. We don't just get it from raspberries or raspberries. Yeah, we had well, those are real things. Artificial right? flavor. Artificial. Artificial flavor. raspberry tastes like beaver taint. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a okay. little scared now. Okay, I will tell you, it is true, but they do not use that practice anymore. Okay. Okay. I have changed, but. When they first came out with artificial raspberry flavoring, it was derived from the taint, from the area, basically between the anus and the sex organs. <laughs> known as the taint. Between the sac and right, anus. Between the sac and anus, but it's a gland, so I mean... Right. So, okay, yeah. imagine... Imagine, <laughs> imagine Lewis and Clark Ima- imagine finding the beavers. some dude comes walking and holding a beaver by the tail, like, you guys, Yo. lick this, lick this. <laughs> You're not going to fucking believe this. <laughs> Don't ask me how I found out, but... No, no. This it area right so here... good. <laughs> we are going to make so much raspberry candy. <laughs> <laughs> the guy's like, the guy's like, Bruce, I swear to God, if this is like that milk again that you told me to smell it and then it was sour, no, no, man, try it. It's sweet. Look at that little, look that little gland right there <laughs> Super sweet. so anyways mm, I love spicy Lewis milk and Clark and I did not know that they uh, discovered the beaver as well probably Pocahontas's no oh. oh. give me a Planet Neptune is discovered and recognized as a planet in our solar system. Wait, 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 wait. Back up. What was that year? 1846. So we had Neptune, the god, for how many years? And they're like, (laughs) no kidding, guys. It's a planet. It's real. It's there. What? Yeah. Wait. (laughs) I mean, I think (laughs) it was there a lot longer, so technically it was there in that time. They just discovered it in 1846. They just gave it a name. Right. So what was it before? So Poseidon doesn't count? What what were the Greeks doing with with the water? Wait. I I don't know. I don't know. He is Neptune. True. King of the sea. True. True. But the sea's not in space. That's true. Now he's king of the planets. Right, king of the planets. Uh, Let's see, that's boring. uh, That's boring. Skip. 1908, some sports news. In 1908, in this day, uh, a controversial call gives the Cubs the pennant. 
So on September 23rd, 1908, the one and only time prior to the, what, when did they win it in 2019? It's like they always win on technicality, huh? Was it 2019? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, So anyways, when they won their one and only pennant in 1908, it was a game between the New York Giants and Chicago Cubs, and it ended in a 1-1 tie after a controversial call at second base, the official ruled the officials ruled the Giants first baseman Fred Merkel was out because he failed to touch second base. The call was disputed and it went in favor of the Cubs. So good for that. That's the hey. one and only way. So technically they've only won one World Series by earning it. If you can call it that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um in 1981, a two-month manhunt for a murdering writer comes to an end. Uh, Jack Henry Abbott is captured captured in the oil fields of Louisiana after a two-month-long manhunt that began when he killed Richard Aiden at a restaurant in New York City. Not going to lie, I thought you were going to say Frankenstein. <laughs> no, no. No, no Frankenstein's on this one. A manhunt for a murdering for a murdering writer that comes to an end with Frankenstein. No, they finally found him, <laughs> Frankenstein. And in 1779, during the American Revolution, the U.S. ship Bonham Richard, commanded by John Paul Jones, wins a hard fight engagement against the British ships of war, the Serapis and Countess of Scarborough. So it's kind of weird. Nobody's like, well, what do those names mean? But this battle doesn't sound too significant, except for the fact that you got to hear what happened. So the Bonham, Richard, was run by um, John Paul Jones. John Paul Jones was a captain and ran the Bonham Richard. It got into a fight with the British ships, the Serapis and the Countess of Scarbo, and the... Bonham got annihilated. People thought that the British thought they were going to win. They asked John Paul Jones and said, have you struck your colors, which is the naval sign indicating surrender. John Paul responded from his disabled ship. He said, I have not even begun yet to fight. And after three more hours of furious fighting, both the Serapis and the Countess of Scarbo were those that surrendered. After the victory, the Americans took over the Serapis and watched the Bonham Richard sink the following day. True American fashion. Hey, we're going to take your ship and the other one? (laughs) You can't have that either. Right. I'm going (laughs) to spank your ass and take your cargo and send you on your way. So that is what happened on this day, September 23rd, back on this date. America! Hell yeah! America! Hey, speaking of Billy the Kid earlier in our stories, what would you guys think the gun that killed Billy the Kid would go on auction for if it was to be sold? One million dollars. Two hundred sixty-five thousand dollars. Fifty thousand dollars. Okay, fifty thousand dollars from Dan. What did you say, Brandon? Two hundred sixty-five thousand. Two hundred sixty-five thousand. What did you say, Jim? One million. One million, Tony. What would you say? Just throw up a number. He doesn't even know you're talking. Ninety-nine cents. Ninety-nine cents. All right. Cents. The gun that killed Billy the Kid. It is going up for auction. Starting bid: two million dollars. Oh my God. I and win it could go up to over. it could go up to three million according to the auction site. My answer is three million. So 
So, but you so went over. They say that's the gun that killed Billy the Kid, but how do we know that Billy the Kid was killed by uh, Marshall? What's his name? Pat Garrett. Pat I Garrett. Saw young guns too. He is all. Like yes. there, there's conspiracy going around. You know, there's that a new Young Guns movie coming out. He he died still wanting that pardon. He never got that pardon. Poor guy. Listen, who <laughs> says Elvis is dead? Who says Tupac is dead? Oh no, who Elvis is dead. Is dead? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the, the, he he died on or comfortably. Right. The king died as comfortable as you can be. Well, if you are a history buff and that is something that would interest you and you had the money to do it, they do say that the gun was held by Pat Garrett and by uh, one of the others. If you do watch, read the story about it and the feuding and all that was going on, two major players that uh, had to deal with Pat Garrett and Billy the Kid all handled the gun, and apparently the gun was Billy the Kid's gun at one point, and he lost it during an escape or trying to get away from Pat Garrett, and Pat Garrett ended up, or somebody picked it up and gave it to Pat Garrett, and he ended up using it to kill, allegedly kill Billy the Kid. So, I mean, that's pretty interesting if you own this piece of history that was held allegedly by three famous you know, outlaws or, yeah. you know, gunslingers, gunslingers right. I mean, Cause even, that's pretty cool. So even Pat Garrett was an outlaw for a little bit before he before got, he got good yeah. Yeah, before he was a good guy. Nobody was really a good guy back in those days. Yeah. There it was, was a few. It was all just, you know, who, who supported you and who had the law. Right. And the law was so different back then. The oh, law yeah. of the land and what was legal and not legal and yeah, totally different back then. But I thought that was pretty cool since today was the day that Billy the Kid got his first arrest, his first slap on the wrist for stealing a load of laundry. Didn't he, he just, didn't he end up going to prison and he is this was this the time that he uh, had to climb up the chimney? For the first time, he like distracted the guard and then he like climbed up the chimney. That was his first daring escape from prison. You know, I don't know. I'm not I, I'm not real sure. I'd have to look into that. Jen has Jeff been watching a lot of Billy the Kid stuff. So my dad, yeah. oh, man. my dad watches old westerns, and we were just down there with him, and Jeff was glued to the TV. Nice. Screen. 310 to Yuma is one of the best westerns I have ever seen. It's a good one. For for any of you guys like, I don't know what a western is. What's a good western? Uh, Lightbug recommends this. 310 to Yuma. I, well, I got a question for you. Since it, All right. You, you're kind of into this stuff. All right. Settle the argument. Better Wyatt Earp movie, Wyatt Earp or Tombstone? Tombstone. Tombstone. (laughs) Tombstone. So speaking of Tombstone, one of the movies we were watching with with my my father-in-law was, if I'm not mistaken, it's called The Hour at Hand, and it is another, it's another version, it's Tombstone, but it's after Tombstone, so it's after Morgan is killed, and if you watch in Tombstone, when he goes on the rampage with the yeah. other riders and goes after all the cowboys, and he says, you know, tell them hell's coming, and I'm coming with them in the classic Tombstone movie, yeah. so it's showing that, but it was Wyatt Earp and Doc Holliday, played by two other uh, people, and I can't remember, you know, famous actors from the 50s or whatever, and and, and it, but it was a different, it was like that, almost like the uh, sequel to Tombstone and it showed them doing after the OK Corral yeah. and it was Wyatt Earp and Doc going after all the cowboys. Shit. So yeah, it was it was really cool if you get a chance to watch it and then of I course not seen that, it so. showed Doc dying in the doctor in the home, you know, when it, with tuberculosis and all you know, like in Tombstone when they show him in the bed. It and, was sad guys. Yeah, it was a good movie. <laughs> but 
I don't know. I, I'd never seen it, and that's when I was telling Jen about. Sorry if I'm too close yeah. again. Telling Jen about um, the history. I'm a big yeah. history buff, so I thought that was pretty cool that the guns on sale. Not, if you so. if you like that stuff, another podcast I recommend is Last Podcast on the Left. I love those guys. They actually did something on Billy the Kid recently. I think it, like they're they're doing other stuff right now, but they just did a series on Billy the Kid, and it's great. Um, another, if you want like something outside of like someone that deep dived into something that's not like that doesn't have to have artistic like making a movie, you you have to have some artistic license, right? Right. They just kind of like, nah, let's just go through all the facts and stuff. So and and they do it so you know you're not falling asleep. Right. Right. I went well, to school with someone who was related to Jesse James. <gasps> cool. <laughs> I also feel, feel like everyone was related to Jesse James. Jesse James was a whore. <laughs> he was a man whore. Got around apparently. Yep. Right. Yep. So. That's all I got on history. All right. Well, hey, let's jump into real quick. I got some local news stories we're going to talk about real quick. Hell yeah. Uh, let's do sports real quick. This is for our good buddy, our good pudgy buddy. I mean, our good buddy. <laughs> oh, shit. Our good buddy, Patrick. <laughs> Sorry, Pat. I was going to say our good buddy, and it came out pudgy. I'm sorry. <laughs> you are so going to kill me, Pat. I he's love looking, you. I'm sorry. He's just looking forlornly out the window. <laughs> he's got the thousand-yard stare. <laughs> Anyways, sports. Adam Wainwright reaches a milestone in Cardinal history with 2,000 strikeouts. He achieved that Saturday, June 19th, 2021, in Atlanta against the Atlanta Braves. He hit the milestone only to be the second Cardinals player to reach 2,000 strikeouts. The other player is anybody? Anybody? Molina. No. <laughs> oh, oh, Big Matt Mac. Morris. Uh, no. Come on, guys. Oh, God. Yeah, pitcher. Mac pitcher. Oh. In history. Lou Brock. Pujos. Pujos? Bob, Bob Gibson. Gibson. Uh, I got I got it at the buzzer. Yeah, that buzzer was long overdue, bud. I got it so, at the buzzer. Bob Gibson, one of the greatest Cardinals pitchers in Saint in Cardinal history, uh, has now been matched with Adam Rain. Rain bleh, bleh. A- a- Adam ain't right. Adam ain't right. Adam ain't right. Uh, but he did do right when he pitched his two thousandth <laughs> strikeout in Saturday's game. So and it wed it wed it wed to a win. Woo! It went to a win on Saturday. It was fantastic. And we're fun, everybody. So, yeah, that's my sports. That's all I got. And this has been Sports with Pat. Pat. Pat, Pat. That's uh, for you, Pudgy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love you, Pat. Oh, oh, my God. Okay, guys. Listen, let me ask you something. Jen, do yeah. you remember... I, man, I don't know if I even said this out loud to you, but I was thinking about it on our trip. <laughs> Everywhere you go has a, 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 a vegan burger or a vegetarian burger, right? Yeah. Like, for the most place, like Watt Burger yes. King's yes. got it. Hardee's has got it. Right? Okay, the, the plant-based White Castle even has a plant-based burger. Well, they, the shit should be busting, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, you like plant-based burgers from White Castle? It, it depends. So White Castle, yes, for some reason, it's better than the original slider. Shit be busting, bro. Okay, what about what about Whopper? Have you had the Impossible Burger? The, the So the Impossible Whopper, the texture, they still need to work on okay, it. Okay, so no good. What about, no. uh, what's the other? Hardee's has one. Have you ever had Hardee's? What? I'm pretty sure that you, okay, maybe I'm wrong on that, but I'm 
pretty I mean, I sure there's another one. And it's and it's and it is. It's a low key like they don't advertise that they have it, but they have it. Um Okay, but anyways, while Jen's looking up to see if Hardy's has one. Right. Who doesn't have one? And I'm surprised they don't by now. The big golden arches, McDonald's. McDonald's. Wait, they don't have one? They do not. But guess what? They do now, and they will be here shortly. Unfortunately, it will not be in the United States anytime soon. They are introducing the McPlant Burger. <laughs> Wait, Fucking no, no, no. Fucking stupid no. name, McDonald's. Come up McPlant? with something better. It is the McPlant Vegan Burger. Not vegetarian, and I'll tell you, I'll explain it, but it is being launched in the UK and Ireland later this month. Because they know she didn't want to run America like that. McPlant, so, they're going to have to change that up when it comes overseas, bro. McDonald's will begin selling a vegan burger in the United Kingdom and Ireland later this month. The McPlant burger, developed with Beyond Meat, features a plant-based patty on a vegan bun with vegan cheese, vegan sauce, and other vegan toppings. Both the patty and the cheese are made with pea protein. The McPlant will be cooked separately from all other McDonald's sandwiches with dedicated utensils and dedicated bins for all the food. So they're just going to get a new conveyor belt. That's what I'm saying, man. This is going to be costly. It will go on sale in 10 restaurants on September 29th before being rolled out to more than 250 locations on October 13th. The McPlant will be sold in all McDonald's in the UK and Ireland in 2022, but there is no news of it coming to the U.S. anytime soon. The the Chicago-based burger giant... um, which is the vegan burger, the uh, uh, Beyond Meat, is based out of Chicago. They have decided to work with McDonald's, uh, and for some reason it's just working out to be sold in the U.K. and Ireland at the time. But if it kicks off and goes well there, they will talk about uh, partnering with L with a California-based Beyond Meat in February. It has also tested the McPlant Burger in Denmark, Sweden, and Austria. Ooh. But in all of those markets, the McDonald's used regular cheese and regular mayonnaise, so the sandwich wasn't considered vegan. It was just vegetarian. True, because, you know, there's eggs and mayonnaise. Right, right. So, I don't know. So, would you try a McPlant Burger? Absolutely, I'm I'm down to try just about anything twice. Yeah, uh, McPlant burger. Like, uh, what, what's the McRib then? Like, what's the difference? Come yeah, on, I mean, let's be honest. The burgers that they're making normally it, are already McPlant. Yeah, I mean, there are. It's already. Yeah, it's not like that's uh, stuff that isn't biodegradable. Yeah, guys, that's like, real horse. Don't. Yeah, I mean <laughs> that is real meat. It, it, can't, it can't be too right. far off from what they're already serving. I would try it. Would you? Yeah. yeah. Have you I've, tried I've had, the Impossible? I, no, I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't tried any of that. I did have vegan brownies once on accident. You've told this story before and, that, to me and Jen. Yeah, so like I, I used to kind of give this lady at work a hard time about being vegan just because yeah. like it, it made ordering like group lunches a little more difficult and stuff like that. Yeah. And I, and I used to kind of would talk shit. And then we had like a potluck meal at work and like I just walked in and I was like oh sweet brownies you know and I, I cut into it I ate the brownie I started telling her like this is the best freaking brownie I've ever had in my no entire way. life yeah. she sneaks up behind me and just whispers in my ear they're vegan 
And I go, fuck it, I'm vegan now because these are the best brownies I've ever eaten. And sure enough, like she used like applesauce instead of like other ingredients. Yeah, and, like she like she she's like it's tastes way better and is better for you. And I'm like, what? I actually tried that out. I've I've been I haven't done vegan yet, but I I've, I've done vegetarian for a little while. I did the pescatarian, and I found it was amazing how much you could replace eggs with bananas. Yeah. Like, oh yeah! Like you can you can There's replace a, a whole cakes. bunch of stuff. Yeah, you can make yeah. a lot of cakes with the applesauce, the bananas, and the cauliflower. The, the cal- what yeah. that can be used. For oh man, deep frying that stuff. Yeah. It, it's Game it's not changer, the same as right? wings. Let's let's be honest. It's not the same. But if you got an itch, or you know, just by itself, just the the concept itself is awesome. But if you got an itch, it'll scratch it. The the like the buffalo. Buffalo deep fried cauliflower. cauliflower. If you can't get, you know, if you're vegetarian or whatever, yeah, and you so can't the, eat wings. The taste is there for me. It's it's not a taste thing, and it, it actually tastes very good and can can hit that niche if that's yeah. the taste that you want to taste. My thing is, is I never felt full enough. Like yeah. I was always still hungry. Yeah. You know, because your water based cauliflower can only yeah, last I mean, so long, and I'm like, I'm so hungry. <laughs> Give me the turkey. Give me food. Yeah, give me food. Yeah. Well, anyways, I thought that was pretty interesting because I was just thinking about that the other day. I was like, you know, I'm really surprised McDonald's doesn't have an alternative meat burger, and they just I was yeah. Also, the we news never and, had this conversation. No. So. Okay. It They're not exactly head. like losing money because people are vegan, right? You know, yeah. And they're and they're not serving that. Like, right. I can see why they wouldn't run to it. I just Plus, love how I mean you also got to be careful like you can't cross can't contaminate like yeah. you're claiming well, it's vegan. that's what they say you have they're a gonna, whole separate that's what they're going to do kitchen. and I, I can imagine that's going to be so they're going to have up. to open up space in their kitchen I mean that's going to be a I'm sure it'll, I'd be curious to see what the burger cost but, so I was just so, reading up on Hardee's and uh, they do actually have one and it's called no way something Star Burger or something and um, but it is they don't. Um, Everything's cross-contaminated, so it's not a certified vegan burger, so okay. they do not advertise it. Right. Yeah, they're because, sliding that right through all that. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. And they said that they're not going to. Mm. I mean, good for them. After right. working in a, I work in fast food, and like, I can only imagine logistically if you get hit with a rush or whatever, and then you have to stop whatever you're doing. Undo your gloves. Grab a whole new, whole new stuff. God forbid you drop something. You gotta, you know, cook it fresh again because I, I don't work in McDonald's and stuff, but like in the fast food I work at, you, you drop it fresh and, you know, people complain when it takes five minutes, but it's like, do you want me to serve you raw chicken right. or do you want something fresh? Like, right. choose one. <laughs> you know, I don't think the Impossible Burger is considered a vegan burger either. Have though. you had It's that? a vegetarian burger. I have not. I have not. I tried it. But that's my thing. I can't see Burger King having a whole contamination station or, you know, to keep yeah, that so vegan. Like so it sounds like to be to be certified vegan, to be vegan. truly vegan, and that's what McDonald's is doing. So props to McDonald's, but here's my thing. How big of a demand is that really that are you going to have a staff dedicated to making strictly vegan burgers Coastal all cities. day long? You know what I'm saying? Coastal cities? Coastal cities. Well, I guess that's why they're oh, no. testing it over in the UK okay. and Ireland right now because yeah. if, you the, well, if you read the... Hold on. If you read the story on that, the reason they're doing that is because they're meeting the demand over there. Ireland uh, and the UK is huge with vegetarian and veganism. And so, if I said that right, but the vegan, and, and so they've actually requested it be done, whereas U.S. is not getting that demand oh, yeah. yet. So, but what were you saying about cross-contamination? I'm sorry. 
Um, if your doctors and nurses can do it in a hospital, you can do it in a Burger King or a Taco Bell as far as cross-contamination. True. Right. It's, it's just... Well, hey, whenever, whenever you're in that rush, it's just that, that mindset of, oh, man, I got to stop whatever I'm doing. These people got to wait 10 more seconds, and if they do, I'm going to hear about it. <sighs> yep. All right, think let's about, move Think on. about a paramedic at a mass casualty... Right. Oh man, all these people you know are just crying for me like, and I'm just like, I'm only one guy. <laughs> I already got somebody else's blood on these gloves and Let I me can't touch you. touch you with them. I gotta stop what I'm doing, man. Help, you know, hold on. Stop crying for a second. Shut up. <laughs> hold that Blake for me. <laughs> what you got, Jeff? Okay, go ahead. Keep going. Right. Can I go with my story? I'm, I'm actually yeah, surprised. Yeah, I got a couple of more, but go ahead. I'm actually and surprised we're, we that we're actually... We're going to have to take a break here shortly, so go ahead. Read your... What, what oh, were you oh, saying, I'm sorry. I was no, go ahead. I'm actually surprised that they're able to do this, but they couldn't do Rick and Morty Szechuan sauce for most of the U.S. cities. You know, me too. Can, I, I mean, McDonald's, I will not let you live this down. You disappointed me whenever you took Rick and Morty away from me. You took my Szechuan sauce. You wouldn't give me my burger. I traveled all the way to KC for you, and you would not give it to me. And I want you to know, if you're listening, I remember. I do, too. <laughs> I had some of that. It was good. No. All right. What you got, baby? So, there's this new Samuel Adams beer. Um, yeah. It's the latest potent beer, and it's coming out soon. I read soon. this story. I was it's gonna... illegal in 15 states. Because it's such a high potency of alcohol? Yeah, so it is 28% alcohol by volume. Holy cow. Guess what 15 states it's illegal in? Ooh, I'm going to say Tennessee. Not Texas. Alabama, Arkansas, Georgia, Idaho, Missouri, Mississippi, Montana, North Carolina, New Hampshire, Oklahoma, Oregon, South Carolina, Utah, Vermont, and West Virginia will not be getting this run of the new Samuel Adams beer. I was going to guess Vermont. <laughs> Are those all dry states where you have to have like a We're government not a dry state? state. Oh, state. oh, no. We're in there, too. Oh, no. Yeah, Missouri's in there, too, right? Yeah. Well, we have like all the... We have Budweiser. Oh, maybe that's why. Well, I mean, Budweiser is beer. That's just piss water. Water. So, that, yep, that's all I got. We're not getting it. Sorry. We remember this too. Well, that sucks. Yeah, we will remember this, Sam Adams, why, and whoever why banned. Why, who, who decides? Beer. Who decides to ban it? The state? The beer Nazis? The state? It sounds to me like it's the state. I say we write our attorney general and tell him to get probably Sam liquor, Adams beer. It's probably a liquor license. Oh, is that the like FTA? The FTA? Probably a liquor the, license restriction. You're probably not allowed to serve something oh, like a singular drink over a certain percentage of alcohol. It's, it's probably it probably has to do with that. So, what do you call a Starry Night? Well, now that now that, that's that's a mixed drink. But if you had like a singular bottle of alcohol, it can't be over a certain uh, percentage. Which is funny because I can get like moonshine around here. So what about Steel everything. Reserve or like Four Loco? Like yeah, I mean like, that's yeah. I don't get. Well, none of them are twenty eight percent. That's a high ass a percentage for a beer. True. Like that's I a mean, need at that point. But 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 yeah, you can sell. I mean, it, it's it's probably all the like fine proof. print language in the liquor licensing, right? Well, we will remember. All right, I got one more story, guys, and we're going to take a break. All right, let me ask you. Let's do a little resident of a, a little poll here. Where do the bulk? <laughs> yeah, let's do a little poll here. 
Like a door? Yes, like a door. <laughs> We're going to do a, a tally, a little pole. Give me a tug and a pull here. You this ready? time you do mean P-O-L-E. Yes. Where do the bulk of Missouri medical marijuana patients reside in Missouri? St. Charles. All right. Well, that's your guess. All right. Hold on. I'm going to tell you here. Uh, Jeff County. Jeffco County. Ooh, Jeff, that's a good Jeffco. guess. Bing, 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 bing. Wow. Brandon gets it. Jefferson County, Missouri. More than 14. Wow. Why do they get all the meth addicts and the... More than 14,000 St. Louis County residents have received (laughs) state-issued medical marijuana cards in less than a year of the program's existence. Jackson County is second, where Kansas City is located, is the only other county in Missouri with as many medical marijuana patients. Those numbers are current as of through August 31st. Now, where do the rest of the counties fall? St. Louis County, Jackson County has 14,000 plus Green County eight to eight thousand to thirteen thousand St. Charles County there we six are to eight thousand medical patients St. Louis City Jefferson County how did Jeff wait yeah Jeff it said Jefferson it was St. Louis City Jefferson County Clay County and Boone County four thousand to six thousand but it definitely says up here Jefferson County more than fourteen thousand so I don't know yeah. Yeah, uh, Jeff City it. and Jeff That's County. It. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, the state medical cannabis in, in industry employs roughly 5,000 people across 248 facilities, including more than 140 dispensaries. The industry serves roughly 134,000 patients. Missouri was the 33rd state to legalize cannabis as medicine. So. I just thought that was Finally. interesting. Yeah. Uh, there is reports that it'll be on the ballot in 2022 for recreational nice. to go. So we'll see um, how that goes. But this was on Fox 2 News. The story was where do the, mul- the bulk of Missouri medical marijuana patients live in Missouri? And there you go. Jefferson County has taken it again. Congrats, guys. Congrats to them. And that is all I got for local news. Let's take a break, play some music. And when we get back, we're going to get into who Lightbug is, what he's all about, and what he's got going on in and around the St. Louis local music scene. Uh, Until then, let's play some music. This is Beyond FM. This is what STL sounds like. I'll make you famous. This is Beyond FM. Did did you guys see something? Chicken? Show me a lie and I'll show you a vein. So sick. 
of everything STL. You're goddamn right. Beyond FM.
we're all gonna have so much fucking fun when we need plastic surgery to remove our goddamn smiles. You'll be whistling symphony doodah out of your asshole. Listen, love, promote.
Thank you so much, Kevin Gates. If you guys didn't know, Kevin Gates did the piano part, and uh, not not the not the two phones guy, yeah, but the uh, the producer did the uh, keyboard or I guess piano part on that. And like we were like, how are we going to finish the song? And he was like, I don't know. I just kind of had this piano piece, and he just kind of put it there. And we were like, paste it, <laughs> love it, done. That's awesome. That was a good intro too. Back into the show, by the way. Oh, Thank you for that. No problem. Awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, perfect. I, right, right. Um, so for those of you that are just joining us or don't know, we have Lightbug, a.k.a. Dan, in with us. Um, Hello. Hey, how you doing, buddy? I got a rum and coke now. I'm yeah. fantastic. Is it delicious? It's it's amazing. This, Like I said, this bartender asked me for a dirty martini, didn't even wink at me. Like, awesome. As for rum and coke, brings it over here. It's awesome every time. Sweet. Yep. Shamrock, shout, uh, out shout out to Clay. Clay is Clay. the bartender tonight. Every Thursday night, you can find him behind the bar working out awesome deals on food and drinks. So come on up to Shamrock's Pub and Grill while we are still here at 4177 Veterans Memorial Parkway. Look at that plug. And uh, towards the end of uh, the month or into November, they will be at 7337 Mexico Road, St. Peter's, Missouri, 63376. Go check out the new location when that gets opened up. And then we will be talking all about that when that happens. So I hear that, for that you ask everyone how they're doing, but has anyone asked how you're doing? You know, most of my guests do not. And I how appreciate you? that, man. I am doing fantastic, by the way. Um, I will tell everybody, for those that don't know, me and my wife are currently into, I am today, two weeks non-smoking uh, cigarettes. Quit smoking. Congratulations. And my wife is on uh, 16 days. So I am 14 days today. She is 16 days. She got two-day jump on me, and uh, that's okay, but uh, yeah, we are both just over the two-week mark and still doing good, and um, this weekend, after going to Mo Roots, we had to go down to Tennessee to take care of some family business, and uh, so down in Tennessee, Jen's family has a nice family farm that's been in the family for hundreds of years, several generations, and I ended up taking a nice walk yesterday morning before we left. It was about... 9 o'clock. It was about nine o'clock, I guess, something like that in the morning. And me and uh, Peanut, our dog, our grandparents' dog down in Tennessee, we walked the family farm, and it's probably a good half a mile both ways. So I walked about a mile down to the creek. Peanut did not return. Peanut did actually. <laughs> Peanut's a really good dog. Uh, Peanut runs that property, knows that place forward and backwards. And uh, so, anyways, my point was, it was really nice to walk and, and not be winded and not be like, oh, you know why? Whatever. It was just really nice. And I told my wife, I'm really proud of us because we did go to this music fest and everybody was smoking like. All of our friends smoke, and it was really hard to really wanted one, but to pursue and not smoke. I was really proud of us, and then to Good just job. to have that walk yesterday, and like it, it was just really nice. And I told her on the way home, I said it was really nice to enjoy that walk and get that exercise and just feel good. My lungs didn't hurt, my chest didn't hurt. I didn't have that raspy cough that I've been waking up with for the last couple of yeah. months and years years yeah <laughs> so anyways um congratulations so to answer guys. how we're doing i'm doing okay um does my voice sound better your voice does sound better like i'm not like super like, raspy and like dan if you didn't know if you go back and listen to our prior shows jen sounds like this she's like hey guys how you doing 
I mean, but she sounds really better now. Hello, so, everybody. Yeah, she's like, hey. <laughs> hey. Hey, you got the, who's our guest on the show tonight? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but hey, let's get into you, uh, Dan. Oh, boy. So, oh, no. Lightbug, what what is who is who is Dan? Who is Lightbug? What do you do? Well, and break I, it down for us. Uh, my name was my name is Dan. Was Dan? Is Dan? Um, I do a lot of things. Really, um, I like many other people in this day and age have become a jack of all trades. But I like to call myself an entertainer extraordinaire. Um, but mostly right now, I do entertainment through DJing or through decks is my latest passion. Uh, picked that up after, um, I don't know, just seeing it. I've always wanted to do it forever. Uh, grew up listening to the Beastie Boys, you know, you know, you, you heard Run DMC and all that in the 90s growing up, and I always wanted to scratch. And um, that's just kind of the latest thing I pick up, but I do many things, carpentry, stage building, um, editing photos, videos. Uh, I do voices, so like if... You know, you have a cartoon or you need someone, if you want someone to be your narrator for a commercial or a movie promo, you know, I will do that for you. Um, I love, I love making people happy. I am a clown. I am a, uh, a writer, um, for movies. Uh, I, I kind of do all the whole gambit of entertainment. Um, it's what I've prided myself is that I don't, I'm not an expert, but if you hand me a camera, I ain't gonna let you down. <laughs> if 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 you need someone in a pinch, uh, besides rigging, right? Don't don't trust me with heavy chains <laughs> or explosives. Please don't trust me with explosives or fire. Anything I love dangerous. fire. Right. <laughs> love it a lot. <laughs> I like the way you roll. Yeah. Um. But. Lately, uh, I, I roll as Lightbug. I am a DJ. I um, did, you know, rock music for so long, but I have a love for bass. I play guitar, uh, a whole bunch of instruments. If you name it, I've probably picked up with it, a sitar. Um, the only problem is I am left-handed. So if it doesn't come in a left-handed version, I probably you, haven't picked it you up. You want to hear something really funny? When I was What's going that? through my research today to do my local news stories, I came across a story that stated, are left-handed people smarter than right-handed people? <laughs> and yes, I know quite a few left-handed people that are really smart. That are really smart. And, I, and, and, the, no. and, and honestly, <laughs> the story proves left-handed people are smarter than right-handed people. It's the truth. If you read the story, it was on, if I'm not mistaken, it was Fox 2. I was going through, and I almost put that in my stories to talk about. Really? And, and something was like, I should go with this story, and I didn't. And then you sit there and you say you're left-handed. That's, oh, yeah. Southpaw for life, man. So, um, it, it's a curse. It is a curse. Like, um, the studio that I'm working at now, uh, shout out Soulful Illusions. Um, we have probably one of the biggest collections of left-handed guitars, basses ever, because we we got a we got a sponsorship from Lace, and I picked up a Lace guitar for the first time, and they sent us all left hands, and I'm just like, 
why is this? I found out the other engineer is also a left-handed bassist who who got it down. But you know, with my collection of acoustic guitars, basses, mandolins, uh, electric guitars, what have you, his collection, we've got probably the most left-handed guitars in one area in St. Louis. <laughs> so, if you're a left-handed artist and you're looking for... <laughs> oh, yeah. So, so, it's a soulful illusion. I've heard about that. Oh, can, can yes. You, can you talk about that a little bit? Uh, sure. Um, it's actually a new development. Uh-huh. Um, it's a new place that I am the assistant engineer at. Really? Um, yes. I, I work okay. out of the Beat Suite that's there. It's where um, uh, Artists United has gone, if you know. Mm-hmm. If anyone knows Matt, Dustin Diggs. Dustin Diggs. Yeah. I know Matt, but yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Matt. Um, we we we're all working out of there now. Um, I'm doing beats. Before I'm doing lessons. Uh, we're doing like there's you know Roy's doing his stuff with um, all the live music. His his work with his amazing uh, engineering. He he does awesome audio engineering work. Way better than me. Talk to him about it. <laughs> but like yeah, um, just working out of there. I started a new uh, streaming podcast thing that I'm doing there. So if you are like a digital entertainer. That we now have streaming capabilities. Um, that that's like that's the newest thing going on. Just working at Soul Illusions, but that's that again. Uh, I f- I forgot my train of thought here, but the that's where we have all the left hand guitars, and that's where I've been working at recently. I was going to ask you, so I was going through some of your stuff, and I noticed that you were a guest on the Daily Dirt with Dustin Diggs, Artist United Network, uh, proud partner of Beyond FM. We are good friends with Dustin Diggs. Um, Ten Cents has worked with Dustin for probably the last two years now uh, in the music scene. We are familiar with him, good you know, good acquaintances and, and work partners with yeah. him. Uh, I appreciate what they do. And he was telling me about the Soulful Illusions when it was being all conjured up and everything, and I think it's awesome. Awesome. I think it's amazing. Yeah. So to find out you're a part of it, that's awesome, man. Yeah, it's it, small world. It, small it's it's world. really weird how it all fell together. I I got a friend who got me onto a show with them. Literally re- had me run into Roy, who was working at Soulful Illusions. He got me in there, and then everyone else that I knew that was in the scene just started kind of congregating there. I'm like, this is a weird synchronicity. Like, like some weird stuff going on, man. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I think it's really cool what they're doing. I wish them all the best. Universe aligning together. Right. Yeah, it's it, it's been a lot of fun. So, do you do any of the work with like the uh, uh, Saturday the uh, what is it? SN, the Saturday Night Live that the uh, Artist United Network does. You said talk, you're a writer. St. St. Louis talk, uh, talk STL. Or, yeah, no, it's Talk STL or something. Yeah, where they do the STL Live. No, STL Live. That's it, yeah. STL Live with, do you ever do, you said you do writing, you do scripts, you do comedy, you do. Not so yet. Do you work with, with I mean, Dustin I, I, on his stuff that he does? No, well, so I do work with him, but right now what we're doing is I have a segment called the Midnight Scratch. Okay. Um, on Sundays, I have an, an hour or two block where um, right now it's just been me DJing and I'll play local music DJ stuff, um, latest releases, and then I'll play like, you know, just stuff I want to hear. If I want to play house music for an hour, fuck you. I'm going to play house music for an hour. Because it's my show and I do what I want. We got a radio station that could play some DJ music. Oh, Rand. Well, I'd love, it. Saying, I'd love to send I mean, all your, all your peoples my your, way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but uh, we are a radio station that plays. Uh, we could put you on on a Friday night or a Saturday night and play some EDM. Oh, man, because I'd play it all. Because I like, so my, my motto is house and trap and drum and bass. Because I like playing house, the again. 120. 
House and trap and drum and bass, yeah. House and trap and, and drum, drum and bass. bass. House and trap and drum and bass, yeah. yeah. I, know. <laughs> I like that, man. I like I, that. I, I like playing house music. It took me forever. I'm, I'm not lying. It took me forever to get house music. I love Daft Punk growing up, and that's kind of like I, I was wanted to wear a mask going on and stuff, and. Um, it, it's all because of Daft Punk. I never knew that was house music because I would usually listen to house music and it would just be like a jazz beat just looped for uh, 10 minutes. And I'm just like, this is horrible. But somewhere it clicked. And I understand just why people can just drink and bounce and talk to it. But if I want the boogie, you hit them with the trap. And then if I want them to get rowdy, you hit them with the drum and bass. <laughs> nice. I love, I love doing it. And then everything in between, I don't know. I kind of like doing it too. So when you tell people you're a DJ, do they go, how much for you to hire you for my wedding? And you're like, no, 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 no. I'm not that kind of DJ. Actually, I have a DJ on the ones and twos and you're kicking up the party. Correct. Yes. That, so that is what I do. And you're the wiki, wiki, wiki. Wow. 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 Like that kind of stuff. But I, I have, I have been a wedding DJ before. However, I won't do it anymore because I personally scarred myself. With that, that like, it's a story if you want to hear it. I mean, sure, yeah. sure. So I had a friend who went into the military, and they had a shotgun wedding. They were getting married. I think it was all of two weeks. They were planning it three weeks or something. And they heard I was a DJ, so they hired me on. Well, to make a long story short, um, I had no idea what my responsibilities were. It was my first time. And uh, I like they were like, when are we doing the father-daughter dance? And I'm just like... I, I, get, I sent you guys an email. You're supposed to tell me what you wanted. And I'm sitting here with like like one one bar of Wi-Fi on my computer trying to download the music. And like it's all obscure country music that I don't know. Because, okay, I'm not going to lie. I do know country music. Like I know some good old country music. Sure. But like if you were to tell me what's on top 40, I'd tell you. Tell you. Yeah, exactly. I'd Brian guess. Was. I mean, you yeah. I can't even. I can't even tell you a Luke Bryan song. Right. I looked right. him in the face. I had no idea who Luke right. Bryan he was. He was a roadie, and, and he's like, "Excuse me, son. I gotta go up on stage." You're like, "For what?" Uh, True story. To perform. Yeah. Okay, Mister. Sure. Oh yeah. And then and he turns around and right. walks on stage, and, and I'm like, "Oh god." And you're like, "Oh shit, that was the guy." Yeah. Was light the light bulb finally but hit. I get, I get your your connection to country. I, I feel you. So so I'm doing this and. And I have no idea what time it is. I'm supposed to be DJ because whenever you're a wedding DJ, you have to like lead the wedding bef- sure. before the party. Right. And I did not do that. <laughs> I was like, okay, guys, here's the father son dance, and then like right after that, I'd be like, okay, well, here's this dance because they did they gave me nothing to run with. And while and while they had uh, a father son dance, it was one oh, of those kind of weddings, huh? Hmm. Country, Jesus. I get it. But all right, but like I, it was my first one. I was in total chaos, and then the 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 camel that broke the camel that broke the straws back. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> so I I think I ended it like an hour early before the time because there was a clock that was next to me. I had no idea it was broken. <laughs> Sounds like you were set up for failure. Oh, man. It was midnight like, the whole time, guys. It, it, I looked at her like, oh, hey, that's my time, guys. Thank you so much. And everyone started leaving the wedding. And they're like, no, we have this place for a whole nother hour. And I felt like such a jackass. Did you go, I'm sorry, I don't have any more music. We're done. Uh, like, let me replay what I've already played. I mean. It was, it was just, it was so awkward. And Dylan, if you ever hear this, bro, I am so sorry. I will, I will die with that. <laughs> 
So yeah, I always I always think when I when I hear people that are like I'm a DJ and and now I know working in the music industry there's a big difference and you know you you look at like my kids are big into like marshmallow you know oh man biggest DJs or dot com even man I almost consider that Mark Reblet to be a DJ where oh man he's coming up with his I mean that yeah, on, on the fly what a DJ is is where they get up there and they have their board in front of you and they're creating a show by doing this mixing and stuff and like and and that's what you do I mean that's yeah what, is so that what we're gonna see when we come see a light bug show so kind of yes or no it depends on how much stuff I have so what you're talking about is they'll have like MIDI boards where they'll have like squares, right? And you press a square and something happens. They usually went back and they'll connect that with a sound or a sample and they'll have that on there. I can do that. But mostly what I do is that I'll have, if I have two or three decks, I'll have original music and then other people's songs that, you know, I'll acquire. mashups? Exactly. Sweet. Um, I love In fact, on my SoundCloud, I have two of my favorite mashups. I did, um, so I did two Beastie Boys songs. I did Intergalactic and What You Want, and I flipped them. So I took the lyrics from one and the beat from other, and I matched them up. And then I took a song. It was Eminem. Um, Oh, man, I did it, and and the name escapes me. I think it was... um, uh, lose yourself or something, and then I put it to the tune of Caravan Palace, um, and mash that up. And I love doing that on the fly because people were like, "Oh, that was just recording, right?" I'm like, "No, I was using two decks. I took an acapella, right. and I took the instrumental of one song, and I jammed them together. And I love doing that. Um, but mostly, what you hear live is that like I'll play one song." And I'll fade into the next song, and you won't even know it. And then all of a sudden, I'll have three songs playing at once. But you won't know it. I, I tell you what, I don't know if you remember. I don't know to eight, to date your age here, but Brandon, you may remember, and Jen, you may remember, in the clubbing days back in the uh, 90s, late 90s, early 2000s. When there was we, good ecstasy. Well, yes, yes. But <laughs> yeah, I, re- I remember. Do, do you, do you Vaguely, remember, I remember. Do you Dolphins? Guys re- no, do you guys remember <clears throat> the point would play on like... Thursday, like Friday night, mm-hmm. I guess they would play from like midnight to one or two in the morning, and it was like they were playing at like club. Liquid. Oh, was this was club this after Loveline? It was like it after Loveline, yeah, yeah, Love yeah. yeah. But they would play the club DJ yeah. songs and they would mash them up with the hits yeah. that they played on the point. Yeah, that's and dude, I loved that shit. Yes. I would stay up in my room and listen to my little AM FM radio that I had my alarm clock. And I was really into EDM point, back then, and like, they would play that club music, and they'd be like, "We're love live from Club Liquid or whatever or Club." What were some of the cl- you know the yeah. down in Union Station down in the club city? Voodoo. Club Voodoo, Voodoo and oh, you yeah. would hear the DJ, the mm-hmm. house music, oh, but they were mixing it and mashing it. And dude, I miss that shit. You remember so, the CD I had called Slamming Beats? Oh, yeah, Slamming. Beats. And it was it was just random DJs like Carl Cox or John Digweed. I was I was really into Frankie Bones. Frankie Bones. I, Frankie Bones was my shit back then. Speaking of old venues, you guys remember Mississippi Nights? Oh yeah, yeah. We're doing shows out of it again. So my, my friend Hodge, he's throwing uh, Wavy Wednesdays out of the old Mississippi Nights Club. They're revamping it. They have like a skate park in there, and there's a side area that they're going to turn into a oh, new shit. venue. It's coming back. What? I'm so excited. Edie, like, the scene is finally coming back, y'all. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's dope. That's dope. So uh, I wanted to ask you, and I think you've kind of answered some of these. So I... 
I have teacher written down. Oh, yeah. I was going through your Facebook profile, and I noticed some of your posts about you love playing music, but you really love teaching the young ones and, oh, yes. and keeping the music going. So, are you in some sort of a teaching program that works with youth, or are you a music teacher of any sorts, or None. explain <laughs> what that post was about, oh, referencing so- working with... That's why I'm asking. Yeah, no, no, no. So, so I, I do, I do love kids because I, I believe that like, as a generation, and don't mind me if I get on my soapbox for a second, but as a generation, I feel like we've been cheated out that someone down the line didn't pass the torch. Right. And so that's a reason why we have all this chaos. This is because all these old people I think it are lost. not, are not passing the torch down. They say, I'm going to live forever because I'm rich enough and I think so without being so naive and having no hubris to the human condition. And so they never pass the torch down. And because of that, um, I want to change that. I believe that like whenever I was going through music and I was trying to become a producer, there was always these gatekeepers. There's always these walls. There was always, you had to have this, you had to have that. You weren't a real candy raver unless you had the beads. You weren't, um, if you didn't know how to do the Melbourne shuffle, um, you know, there was all these, um, oh, if you didn't test your drugs, if you weren't doing the best drugs at the time, you weren't a real hippie. That's or a huge if poser. You, yeah. Like, it's just like, you know, uh, everyone had these vetting and I'm just like, you know what? Uh, let's go back to that one guy that I remember that took a chance on me and taught me the culture, taught me the scene. And I, since I had that help, I wanted to give back. And I'm not a teacher by any means. Now, I am a music teacher. I do teach guitar. Okay. Um, I do teach, you know, musical notation up to, you know, beginner to intermediate level. But besides that, um, someone taught me how to use CDJs. Someone took a chance on me. They owned them, and they would spend hours listening to my horrible transitions, you know, trying to to teach me to get better. And since they took a chance on me, I figured I could take a chance to someone else um, because you can't get any, you can't get anywhere without a team. No. And um, if I can't find a team, I'll build it. Um, if I can't build it. I'll make it somehow, you know, um, if, if no one wants to learn, then I'll go out and I'll, I'll find someone who wants to be an apprentice because if someone was able to teach me, I am able to give back and then they'll give back. And then, and then all of a sudden St. Louis isn't just a sleeping city anymore. Suddenly we're as big as Chicago We're we're better than Kansas city and people won't be afraid to come here anymore because it's a deep learning community. I've always said that, uh, I, I tend to ask my guests that are l- veterans in the local music scene that have been around for numerous numerous years yeah. that have been on big tours that have seen label signings that have been more than just playing at your bar because the local scene is so hard for bands to get out and oh, to man. make it so but there are bands that have made it from St Louis and have seen the maybe the the more glimmer down the... You know what I'm it, saying? That's the worst. So, Whenever you, you, you get that taste, you have the taste of that high life. You you reached the curtain. You pulled right. your head through the curtain. You looked up. You saw it was great. And then someone took you back down again. And you have right. to crawl 
to get past that curtain. But, so what I ask these guys that have been there and put their head through that curtain is, what do you, do, are you helping the younger generation? There's these new bands that, like we said, Bleach, you know, when we first met Bleach a couple of years ago, they were literally high school students, not like juniors and seniors, and now coming back and they're all looking like men with beards yeah. and mustaches, and they are, they're growing, you know, they're almost 20, 21 now. And, same thing and with the guys from Amethyst. Same with the guys and, from Amethyst. I mean, when, they were and the band, sophomores, right, juniors, and wow. watching them. So my question is, because as people that worked with bands doing promotions and management, we tended to work with the up-and-coming bands that had no no connections or no clue. We wanted to help out, give them a hand up, like, hey, let's go. We're going to pull you up and take you there with us. Yeah. And and I asked these bands that have been doing this for so long, what are you doing to help out these these new band, these new guys coming up? Because you've been through it. And a lot of times they're like, well, nobody really ever asks us. Yeah. And it's like, so what can we do to make that? De- like, and, and to hear you say that you feel that that torch has been dropped or yes. to passing it down and you're not necessarily and that's why I wrote down a teacher because again I was going through your post and you posted something that like as much as I love doing my music I really love teaching the younger generation keep that passion going or whatever yeah. like, verbatim uh, I don't mean to botch it because that's not word for word but your, your point <laughs> was enough. That you and then your next post was I'm proud to introduce his first set and I don't know the artist's name. Oh, Shady Doves. Yeah, there you go. See, you know what I'm talking about. Here you go, Jimmy. And, and look like a young kid. See, Give the, this, kid, this might be this kid's first shout out. You know, yeah, and, and, absolutely. And so, and, and and if he hears this or something, it may mean the world to him that he's getting his name shout out out on radio and. Maybe not. You don't. Know, you just don't ever know. And his I think mom actually texted me about that after the show. When whenever the pictures are posted, she was like, "Aw, thank you for coming over and doing this. We're so proud of them and stuff." And I'm just like, I'm so glad this guy that was working in a pizza shop just you know found his way. Right. He didn't have his way, and he, you know he found music finally. Right. I helped him make it click, and now he doesn't need me at all. Now he's doing his own thing, and that's good. You know, and like, that's, and that's the way. That's what we like to do. It's fly, like, Jimmy. Well, yeah, spread right. your wings. I will help you get. There. There and you do the rest. Yeah. And yeah, I get that, man. So that's awesome. So um, you, you mentioned a podcast. Um, so what was your podcast on again? I know you had mentioned it and I'm sorry. So let's no. go into like, like it's, that. it's something that I'm still writing about because I need a place for it. Um, I, I definitely need like a different crew to help me run it because I cannot do it by myself. But I um, have I have a couple episodes written um, with a couple friends where pretty much the the basis is I'll have DJ like I'll have a mix I make for the first fifteen minutes introducing everything have a current events for another fifteen minutes and then I want to take what you guys are doing I feel like a lot of the EDM scene doesn't get much light yep. here in St. Yep. Louis. Um, if people don't know what EDM even is, it stands for electric electronic dance music. And it it's anything. You, you can call them bleep bloops. You can call them the wubs. But that type of music kind of gets shunned. We saw some EDM at Mo Roots this weekend. I will tell it's you that. It's a whole that. vibe. Oh, yeah. It's a whole vibe. Oh, yeah. It's it's, its own thing. And the, after the first time I saw it, I, I think I went to Dance Festopia and Electric Forest, which were two different experiences. But after doing that, it, it reminds me so much of the new Are punk music. Like, yes. So, so the reason I love EDM is because I grew up with punk. And punk was that music that your mom hated. It was super fast. It was super loud. Everyone hated that you did it. But 
nowadays punk is so like you guys like everyone's grown up with it and it's kind of like normal now EDM is that music that old people hate people play it too loud um, there is so much uh, uh, like new stuff coming out like you can't run out of noises that these computers can make that you can just you know flip on a track and stuff it's the new Futures, it's the, the new, new punk, exactly, yeah. and that's that's then that's what latched me onto it is because it's it's the new front that frontier. That's the word I was trying to remember so hard, but like it, it's it's just brand. I lost my train of thought after that. Now I remember frontier. <laughs> it happens. It happens, man. Maybe you'll get back to it. Uh, I was gonna say I, I watched this thing on a video on Facebook the other day, and apparently they have these like competitions for these DJs and I guess these EDM competitions where yeah. these guys are creating beats and they get like five to eight minutes and they start and they have to and they compete against each other. Oh and I was watching this and dude this guy blew me away with what he created and he was talking like what you were talking about had all the buttons you know the loop board or whatever yeah. he was doing and he'd be like and he would record it and you'd just hear the burr and then he would add a beat into it and start boop and then he would start like and he'd record that and add that in and by the time he was done with his eight minutes man he had this whole song and the crowd was jumping and it was just like oh yeah and he's like I've always always wanted to do that I I wonder what decks those guys have because they're specialized they have recorders there's like it's like a four or five channel recorder and they can hit it but then they have like a modulation setting on the side I know exactly what you're talking about like a beatbox doing all this stuff and and like he's making noises with his mind and like everything he did it was like almost like a beatbox DJing scratch content test the noises that the song he put together was all his noises like he would sit there and do like a bird chirping and then he would put an echo on it and just loop it and so that bird echoing and then he would add in like a piano key of just ding 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 you know and on top of the bird chirping and then he'd like fade it or something yeah. and then he'd be like ha 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 and record it and they would ha ha yeah. ha 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 and he, and he would change the tone on that and he would yeah like and, yeah and it was just it was cool yeah that was it yeah Pretty much, just over and over. Yeah, but 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 he would sit there and 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 it, it was it was amazing, man. And I've never seen it. I thought it was really cool. So yeah, where so, can where can we see you perform at? Are you performing any this year? You got anything yes. going on? Or so uh, today, I was actually supposed to be in Iowa for my first burn ever. So I'm not sure if you guys are like Burning Man with like so yeah so Burning Man, but like. Like, there's different sections of Burning Man. So, Burning Man that they have in the desert is, like, the Big Daddy one. And then they have smaller burns. Um, but in Iowa, they were having something that, unfortunately, I couldn't get to because they... Burns are weird in that they don't accept money uh, after a certain point for tickets. So, you have to barter or you have to, like, transfer your ticket or something. And, honestly, I would rather be here with you guys than trying to find my way up through a uh, Iowa... You know, campsite right now. However, um, on the second, I am playing with my band Superhero Rockstar. Um, we are opening, I think it's at Red Flag. Oh, nice. And then on the third, I am playing in Chicago. It is going to be my first ever big show that I am coordinating. Um, it's got me, Hodge, Loader, Matt Funhouse, 
um, All Rise. It's uh, if you're ever around the St. Louis scene, like some people are like, oh man, those are some old names. Um, and then we're playing at the Stadio Nightclub in Chicago. Um, trying to think of where else I'm playing. I oh the um, TKO Burn and Learn. So the pre-party tomorrow. I will be playing there um, a la Bass Ninja. Thank you so much, Andy, for hooking me up with that. Um, I think there they'll have Pioneer. And then usually um, Hodge has Wavy Wednesdays I was telling you about. Uh-huh. Um, I am a regular there. I don't play every week. I don't play every other week. But, like, I, you know, sometimes I, I'm a regular Just there. Just come up and maybe we'll see you play. Yeah, I mean, if, if I'm up there and it's early enough, you'll see me on Open Decks. That's where you'll find all the new up-and-coming DJs, all the old heads if they're not... Um, booked, they want to play. They want to play in some CDJ, so they'll just come through, scratch for a half hour, and then out they go. You know, to to you know, party with everyone else. Um, trying to think of where what else shows I'm having. Um, I know in April I am booked, but um, I cannot talk about that show. I signed okay. an NDA, but I can tell you there is a show. I Sweet. can tell you the date. I can tell you there's a show, Sweet. but I cannot tell you anything else about that show. <laughs> All right. Well, where can they find you on the socials? Where can you find music that you have out there already? All right. So um, for my Lightbug stuff, you can find me at soundcloud.com slash Lightbug. I know sounds super easy, super straightforward, but that is where you can find most of my stuff. I am also on Audius um, on my Facebook. I am DJ Lightbug. On my Instagram, I am Lightbug STL. Um, I love everyone. If you follow me, I follow you back. I love, you know having conversations with people if you want to work with me or if you're into music and you want to learn more let's talk man i'm a super open person about it um you can find all my music on spotify apple music um i'm on alibaba nice i'm on i'm on i'm on tiktok you can find my music if you want to do a tiktok to one of my songs i am there sweet amazon music i am there find me um also speaking of music i have another I i have one more gift for you so, my friend Jevin made these DJ cards. Nice. And I have one for each of you. Heck yeah. yeah. I saw those on your Facebook page. Yeah. yeah. So, I have physical copies. There are 24, I think. That's and awesome. right now, a lot of the local DJs have them. You can get booster packs. Um, or you can just, you know, talk to your local DJ. I'm pretty sure he'd be happy to give you one. Heck yeah, man. That is awesome. Well, Dan, a.k.a. Lightbug, I thank you very much, man, for joining us on Talking Dollars with Ten Cents. It was a pleasure. I always tell all of my guests, you now have an open invite to the show anytime. Woo. We are up here uh, until probably the end of October when they move to new locations, and then we will be doing our live locations from the new uh, Shamrocks Pub and Grill. Woo. But... Uh, even then, you will have an open invite any Thursday night from 7 to 9. Come on up, man, if you're out in this area. Or, hell, if you're looking for something to do, come on up and have some drinks with us. Hang out. Man, we're a fun group. I'll and, be uh, Dude, it was a pleasure having you on. Thank you. I would love to hear more about what you do. I'd love to try to come out and see you play, uh, do a show. Um, check out what you do, man. I'm very yeah. interested. Uh, you seem like a very down-to-earth person. And Thank I you. love... Like I said, your attire, and uh, we'll have to. We, we still have not compared tattoos, so. Oh man, that's we right. We gotta to go out that. there. But uh, I appreciate it, guys. Anything else from my uh, staff over here? Nope. Nothing, Brandon. No, man. All right, Jen. Anything you want to add? 
Our next week's guest is Ghost314. Ooh, that's going to be a good one. I'm excited to learn more about him as well. Big T, do you have a guest for Monday night? Not yet. We'll figure that out. We'll, We'll get that taken care of. So... All right, guys. Well, hey, I will tell you, too, we will now have new music on Beyond FM from Lightbug. Uh, I know we had some music. Uh, what was the band? Uh, Lovejoy. You were a yeah. part of Lovejoy for a while, and we played some of that music. So Yeah, I played I played guitar on Lovejoy, and then there was another song, Eat, Sleep, Catapult, I believe. You played I Can't, right? Yeah. Yeah, those are, those are two of my favorites. Um those were my bigger inspirations for the band. So whenever you hear those songs, those are my my biggest contributions. Those are my babies. So uh, if you listen to them, please, those guys are awesome as well. Um, Tyler, I, I, I miss you. Please come over and lick my bass some more. Hell yeah. I miss you. That sounds sexual. He knows what I mean. <laughs> well, I tell you what, I don't know about you, but I think... What's he got over there? Oh, ooh, ooh, he's got my heater. Oh, oh, can can I talk about this song? Sure, go for it. Yo, so this song um, is is like my big opus. Um, the uh, vocal track that's on it is from one of my favorite characters from League of Legends. Um, Eric Barr did the voice, and he's so far he hasn't sued me over it. So thank you for letting me use it. But this is my submission for like my Halloween. If you want like a Halloween song, this is my submission. Uh, if you want to feel spooky, this song rocks. Um, it took me. I did this over uh, the pandemic. So my last album I came out with called The Bog. You can pick it up on Apple Music, please. Um, <laughs> uh, this is this is like my big track for it. Besides the title track. And uh, whenever I try and show people what I do, this is like my go-to song. So if you want something creepy, um, put this on your Spotify playlist. Uh, hook it up. Well, I tell you Pop what, it. Dan. Why don't you take us out for the night? Name the name of this song. Tell them you are listening to Beyond FM, the best of everything STL. And I am going to say goodnight. We will see you next week with Ghost 314. And Dan... Thank you again very much. Take no problem. Thank you guys so much. My name is Lightbug. You've been listening to Beyond FM. This, uh, this next song is Quest for Knowledge. Thank you so much. Good night. It's Beyond FM.
You're listening to Beyond FM. I think it might be too hard to sleep. 